Hey John, it's Malachi again, and I think I have another really good story for you. But first, I have to ask just one question. How many days do you think you could go without food or water, desperately hungry, before you decide you have to eat? Nicole. Wait, what? That's a weird question. Um, probably about two days. recently discovered where John would actually kill me. Where? And where he would dispose among of my body. Bur- among the dirt and trees. Trust me, you have not discovered that. No, we've discussed this. We've discussed where you would hide my body. Where? There is a, a something that has to do with the military. Well, don't tell people shit because now they're going <laughs> to know where well, I, I my like dead I body will be found. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. My body will be found in. <laughs> All right. Well, we, at least I know where to visit you. We found a couple heads there before. Oh. Cheating. Of, of like wives. wives. Of... Well, you should be cheating. I'm still Well, I ain't up. be cheating. Well, I ain't be a wife, so. <laughs> My wife's a slut. <laughs> uh. All I know is that this week has been so busy for me that the first time I have been on TikTok in two weeks was last night. Oh, so, I'm sure you missed a lot of important stuff. I, you know what? <laughs> World changing events. Well, you know what? <laughs> no, I, I did okay. So, I, you know, I'm doing better with my TikTok problem. It's not as much of a problem because I wasn't on as it, it is as an addiction, but it's fine. Oh, also, so... <laughs> Someone who came to the party gave me a candle. <laughs> and I had my thank you card. I was like, thank you for enabling my candle problem. <laughs> it was really nice. Of course, I fucking dropped it and it shattered. <laughs> Did you throw it away then, Jen? No, because it only shattered at the top. It's a three. It's a it's a it was a woodwick candle. I can't throw that away. Yes, but can you use it? Oh, yeah, I can use it. Uh, I'm already buzzed. Me too. I've been buzzed. Feel great. Those pickle pretzels. Pickle oh my pretzels. god, they're so good. Peter picked a pre- pickle pretzel. <laughs> they're so they are fucking good. delicious, and they go really well with the cheese and salami. I didn't think I would like pickle flavored things. Welcome to the Talk More to Me podcast. My name is John. I'm here with Jen and Nicole. This is episode 253. This is a request from a friend and Tacos Prima, we've done a couple of his stories before. This is for Malachi. Malachi. First, we're going to take some shots, and then we're going to get started. This is a lovely case. Cheers. Cheers. Hey. No, that's empty. <laughs> Don't cheat, John. Surprise shots. Surprise shots. We don't know what they are, because they're a surprise. This is, pe- this is peanut butter. Peanut butter whiskey. Cheers. Mm, cheers. I, I think you're putting too much in there. The other night I went to, you know what? It almost tastes like a We're culotta. all drinking the same amount. So the other night I went to happy hour with some of my friends from work and there was, uh, we had a dessert adult milkshake. It was like vanilla ice cream with hot fudge and peanut butter whiskey. And it was amazing. Ooh, that sounds so good. It was good. This is an older story. I, I don't know how he finds these really good stories, but this one is pretty crazy, and this is a story from the early 1800s. Ooh. Ooh. And I actually pulled 
the majority of this research from a newspaper from 1824. Wow. So. Are you still collecting newspapers or are you done with that? No, I am. You know. We got to find the right ones. Yeah. No willy nillies. No. And we are recording this live for our Taco Supremos. Thank you guys so much for being on. Also, quick plug, go join, go subscribe to the new podcast, What Happened To, because we're going to do a giveaway. And, I hope uh, I don't end up on that podcast. Like, I hope we don't end up on that podcast. I mean, I, I'm going to tell you where I'm ending up, so. You just did. Yeah. I almost said MacArthur. That's where my body will be found. Good to know. No, your head would be fun. Okay, just the head. <laughs> well, I'll bring flowers. <laughs> just the head. I'll bring flowers. No, anyway. this is how you're going to bring me to justice because otherwise John gets away with murder. She's just going to bring flowers. <laughs> okay, tonight we're going to the one country Nicole has never been to. Let me see if I can find it on this Google Earth thing. First of all, Africa is not a country. We've it's a continent. This. I bless the rains down right. Africa. I bless the rains. What is this, Nicole? That's Australia. Australia? That's Tasmania. Oh, very good. Tasmania. Known for the... Tasmanian devil. The cartoon, yeah. The cartoon. I have not been <laughs> to Wilson Australia. I want to go. Who? Rebel Wilson. You don't want to go here. It's a shithole. But, uh, ta you know, you lo love Rebel Wilson because you love the movie Bridesmaids. She was in Bridesmaids. Don't tell me what I do and don't love. Okay. Am you I said it was for free and I said. How about sure. I hate it? You love Bridesmaids. You like Stop Pitch Perfect? It. She was also um, in Pitch Perfect. I don't know if he's seen Pitch Perfect. It's Pitch really Perfect good. is don't funny. Don't tell me what I have and haven't seen. All right. Tonight we're going to Sarah Island. S-A-R-A-H Island in Tasmania. The home of the Tasmanian Devil. I would like to see what the real Tasmanian devil looks like because literally all I think about is the character in Looney, you know, Tunes. Looney Tunes and Space Jam. Uh, um, also, have you seen the second Space Jam with LeBron? No, I have not. It's on HBO. <sighs> you guys can use my I know. HBO. I'm like not sure how I feel about watching an updated Space Jam. I okay, watched God, it. God, it, God. it was okay. It, please, wasn't, it oh. wasn't as good as the original, obviously, please. but it was different. And I appreciate all the cameos from all the Warner literally, Brothers characters. Dude. Ugh. Okay, I'm done. Okay, this is Sarah Island. We're on Google Earth right now. This is Sarah Island. It's it doesn't kinda, look like an island. It's kind of hard to see because there's the atmosphere around it. But this oh. is a, a, an actual little tiny island in the middle of Tasmania hmm. called Sarah Island. An island in the island of Tasmania. An island in the island, yes. Whoa. That's super cool. And it's like this, Inception Island. And this used to be a, a hardcore prison. Oh, like the movie with the stripes, the guy with the the butterfly and the thing you were watching on TV, on movie, he wore red stripes, it had a butterfly, it was a prisoner. What are you talking about? Like the, the, the one that was Napoleon's mm, inspiration? Or maybe. like an inspiration out of Napoleon? Yeah, 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 yeah. Pom, yeah. Pom, 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 pom's Rollion or something like something that? Something like that. Yeah, and then it was like there was like a cliff, and like the people tried to jump off the cliff. I don't know. I came in at the end of the Ugh. movie. It was one of those times when I worked late, when I had to work every single day in retail. All right. Pompilium. Yes, yes. Pompilium. That. 
Tonight we're going to 1822, and there's no photos of this because cameras weren't invented. But we are talking about a man, an Irish man, named Alexander Pierce. Has anybody heard of this guy? Um, no. It sounds familiar, but no. Alexander Pierce was an Irish thief. Not much is known about his childhood, but I will read some of the newspaper. And if you see this, let, let me talk a little bit about for the, for you guys on uh, Google Earth right quick. So Tasmania is, I'm sure it's a beautiful country, but the the terrain is near impossible to traverse. So is Tasmania, this is a serious question, is Tasmania its own country or, or is it a province of Australia? It's a province of Australia, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. Because there's no real government here. It's, it's, it's the land here is unusable. The only thing that grows here of any use and which we'll get to is a certain type of pine tree, which is the strongest pine tree in the world. Oh. And, it, and it's unique to Tasmania. Do they we do they in, export those to Cindy's like, excuse me, like New York and Boston for their big Christmas celebrations? Yeah, I'm sure the limited supply of pine trees that grow on the small island is used for one-time usages at the Christmas celebration. Well, listen, for John, stupid that, Americans. That, that, <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> you said. <laughs> the, there's a, look at this island. Look how small it is. Like ten trees grow there, and they're going to use it for fucking Christmas it's more decoration. More than ten trees, John. What the fuck? <laughs> That's that. That all right? So that island is probably bigger than the states of New York and Massachusetts. Like, uh, like that's a large piece of land. Okay. No, but uh, no, we get they get their trees imported from other countries. Okay, I would so. think Canada, though. All right, no, Jen. I don't think it's Canada. Tonight we're talking about a Irishman. I wish I could see his picture. He was a little shorter than most Irishmen, and he was well, a lot. Short, then. He was a lot more sober than most Irishmen. Irish <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to say than me. Shit. Yeah, I, the next time I have the opportunity to go to Ireland, I need to go. But I first need to find my passport or renew, get a new one, because I still don't know where my passport is. Now this you is find that. This is a statement right here from this man. I was born in the county of Fermanagh, the north of Ireland. In the 26th year of my age, I was convicted of stealing six pairs of shoes and received sentence to be a transporter for seven years. I arrived in Van Diem's Land on board the ship Castle Forbes from Sydney. So that is this. I mean, we don't have any pictures of this guy, but this is Alexander Pierce. And he has he has a story to tell now. We're actually going to after he was caught again after he escaped. So he's here. You see, he's 26 years old of my age when I was convicted. He's stealing six pairs of shoes, which apparently if you're stealing six pairs of shoes, you're a experienced criminal because shoes back then were obviously handmade by a shoemaker. Cobbler. Cobbler. So if why, you go why in there, do you think they 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 made the connection between cobbler and the dessert to cobbler the shoe 
Or cobblestone streets. Yeah. Well, cobblers are probably named after cobblestone streets because they're cut into squares. I don't know. But where's the connection with the shoemaker? I don't know. There's cobblestone streets in New Bedford. I guess we'll never know. Well, we're asking. (laughs) Maybe someone knows and then can give us the answer. In 1922, after the the journey that I'm going to talk about, the three-month journey that I'm going to talk about, he is standing in front of a judge. Alexander Pierce is one of eight. He is the sole survivor from a three-month journey, a harrowing three-month journey across impossible terrain. He's standing in front of a judge after he is recaptured three months later, and he tells a story that the judge does not believe. At all. He tells of a story of being so hungry that you have to resort to drawing straws to see who's going to eat who. Oh, like that episode of Family Guy. (laughs) Where he's like, You're eating me. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Perfect. The judge actually didn't believe him and he sent him back to the same prison. And the prisoners there welcomed him with a hero's welcome because the judge and everyone else in the country, which I'm going to have you guys decide if this is a true story or not, is is definitely a story. It's definitely a murder story that happened, but there's some murder in it. But I'll let you decide how true the cannibalism is hmm. here in a second. Was that Petulian? Wasn't Remy Malik in that movie? Um, Sorry, John. I can't remember. I there were there was at least one like famous dude. Yeah, it was Rami Malek. I'm starting this story where he's actually telling the judge, and the judge is like, "You're lying," because at this time nobody believed cannibalism was actually a thing that people did. But he tried to explain, "Hey, this is really what happened. We were that hungry. We had to do something." So the judge and the police thought that Alexander Pierce was simply covering for his other, for his other for the other escapees, the seven other men that escaped, and he just didn't want to snitch. Hmm. So he gets back to prison and he is a hero because this guy didn't snitch. Nobody believed him that he ate Seven other humans. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's like that episode. Well, so I don't know if you guys have seen any of the episodes of the new spinoff of American Horror Story called American Horror Stories. But the latest episode talks about this little boy that went missing and then he became this cannibal king and then he ends up eating his parents. Oh, I've not heard that. All right. So that's the journey we're going to tell. The three-month journey across this impossible terrain with absolutely no food whatsoever. And you guys can decide if he actually ate people. We get to vote? At the end? Yeah. If you want to, Jen. I kind of want to. <laughs> what do you think, Nikwe? Okay, all Let's right. Let's do it. So, Alexander Pierce, an Irishman, we do not have a picture. His original sentence was in 1819. It was from him stealing six pairs of shoes. Now, he was sent to a regular prison. The prison in Sarah Island in Tasmania is a secondary prison for prisoners that break the rules at their first prison. 
So okay. it's like So it's like the second It's almost like an through. Alcatraz type of thing. So it's like you went to this prison but you broke the rules so now you're going to this worst yeah. prison. So he was serving a 7-year sentence for stealing six pairs of shoes. He went to this regular prison with what they called back then a goal G A O L and he's serving his time but he is a horrible inmate. It sounds like Jean Valjean when he steals a loaf of bread. He escaped twice. He receives four floggings, which is with the whip. Flogger. Flogger. I thought flog was wood. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was a whip. It just said flogging, so I thought it was a whip. I, I think know. it's when you're hit with like a board. Thank you, sir. Can I have another? Yes. <laughs> yes. Legitimately, yes. Four floggings, one consisted of 50 lashings, which is a whip. Lashings is a whip. Lashing is the one you're getting hit with something. The floggings, one of the floggings consisted of 50 lashings. So he was hit 50 times. That was for stealing two turkeys and three ducks. He got one flogging of 25 lashings. Now, this is all from this old-ass newspaper, which is kind of interesting. And I'll put this on talkmore.com. He got... One one of the floggings was for 25 lashings because he was Irish. I mean, because he was found drunk. Sorry. Oh, my God. S- freaking stop. Synonyms here. <laughs> synonyms. Synonyms. <laughs> I don't appreciate it. I don't. Another flogging of 50 lashings because he was convicted of stealing a wheelbarrow. Maybe he wanted to go for a ride. In March of 1822, he escaped his last time from the one prison, and that was when the judge and the the uh, police had had enough. And they're like, you're going to go do hard time in Tasmania, where the terrain is awful, and you're going to work with an axe cutting pines all day long until you can't stand up. And it was very, very harsh punishment. Mm. It was very harsh. So a little bit about the... Uh, Harbor, it's called the Macquarie Harbor. That's where I showed you on the Google Earth. It's Tasmania on the coast. Very terrible weather, terrible weather, difficult terrain. The jobs that they had the prisoners do consisted of one thing, and that was cutting and transporting a certain type of pine tree called the Huon pine. And I'm going to show you that in a second. These trees live up to 3,000 years, and they are only found in Tasmania. This is the only place in the world these things are found. Mm. Wow, those are really pretty. Very pretty. Oh. oh. So this is the tree right here. That wow. is a big-ass tree. Big-ass tree, Jen says. Jen it says, is beautiful, but it's a big-ass tree. Jen says it's a big-ass tree. This is the paper I'm pulling this from. This is the... Entire confession of everything. I can't read that. The letters are too uh, <laughs> tiny. The letters are too tiny. <laughs> I'm too drunk. He escapes on the west coast of Tasmania, the quote, most remote penal hellhole in the British Empire, end quote. In a nine week journey of three months, he is the sole survivor out of eight. Five were killed and eaten by each other. Oh no. Two ran away because they were they were so fearful of being eaten. They ran away and were later found dead of exhaustion. 
Okay. So that's that's what we're going to talk about right now. The escape plan, he gathered seven other inmates and said, let's get the shit out of Dodge. Let's go to the coast, commandeer a well boat. We'll go north. Now, this is in Australia. Go north around Australia, where they would obviously find them. And they'll hit whatever landmark they can, as long as it's not Australia. Most likely China or one of the neighboring islands. So they did that. They overpowered the guard and they headed into the rainforest. However, they didn't know that they faced a 255 kilometer journey of the harshest terrain, desert, mountain, the the bush, as they call it in Australia. I know mm-hmm. it's different here in the 70s in America. We term the bush. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're so <laughs> funny. But the bush over there, completely unshaven. I mean, um, com- completely <laughs> oh <my> overgrown. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> completely overgrown. <laughs> hey, you know what? Like, if you're not using it, then why fucking bother? Like, what's the point? I'm just asking, I know. I guess. I got a landing strip, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay they act <laughs> you're clear for landing <laughs> I need to get one of those not a landing <laughs> ship <though. laughs> the cones the cones just harass me so where there's a rest to me <laughs> oh, I'm too drunk for this Oh my god. Oh. Hey, at least you know where you're going. I'm I know where I'm going. He doesn't know where he's going. So who who needs the landing ship? Why are you why are you parking in the back of the airport? <laughs> you don't do that. We already know. All right. No one's parking anywhere for here, so it's just like God help you. The eight men knew it was gonna be a long journey, so they packed bread that they had stolen with them. However, the bread they had rationed out was baked with something called ergot, E-R-G-O-T, which is a bacteria that they use to bake the bread with, but it... Like yeast? Yeah. Isn't yeast a bacteria, Nicole? But... I think so. But the bacteria also accelerated in which the speed of the bread rotted. The bread was rotten within the first week. And not only that, the bread, the... uh, Bacteria produced a halogenic effect, a a hallucinogenic effect. So they were tripping balls by eating bread, by eating bread, which means they got lost because they're all tripping balls and they got lost in the. So does that mean that if I just leave bread that I purchased out for like months and then go to eat it and then I might get a chance of tripping balls, but wouldn't be an illegal substance because I'm just trying to eat bread and not let it go to waste? There is something too, like the like there. It's on Netflix, like the something about mushrooms, and they t- do talk about like psychedelics and how. But what kind of mushrooms are we talking? The ones that you know grow from cow dung. Mm-mm. I don't. I'm not familiar. Sorry. Those those are the ha- uh, hallucinogenic there are giant mushrooms. Giant mushrooms growing out of my neighbor's front yard right now. This is from Alexander Pierce's own confession, word for word. It says during the trip. Which time we had no food but our kangaroo skin jacket. So the clothes they were wearing were made of kangaroo skin. They would cut them into slits and then 
chew on the kangaroo skin and, and they would eat it. Ugh. So, but our kangaroo skin jackets, which we ate, being nearly exhausted with hunger and fatigue, on the 11th night, we began to consult what was best to be done for our preservation and made up our minds to a dreadful result. Oof. Now, this is what he's telling the judge. And the judge is like, you are fucking lying. You d- this did not happen. Well, in order to wear a kangaroo, you have to fight a kangaroo. They're like, no joke. Kangaroos are big animals. <laughs> the jackets were punch. issued to them. They're prisoners. Let me tell you what he says the best way to cook a human being is. Oh, I don't want to know. At first, they cook the, at first, they cook the flesh and the innards. But that takes time. You have to make a campfire. You have to sit there and wait till it gets that perfect temperature. Do I like it rare, medium rare? You know, what's the deal? You got to squeeze out the doo-doo from the, the small intestines, all that stuff. It takes too long. So after the first one, he claims that all the rest, they just ate them raw. So also, I need to point out that human flesh is extremely rich in protein, which is good. You could use it and then go work out. However, it lacks carbohydrates, which carbohydrates provides the body energy. So they're walking through the desert pretty much for a three-month stint, and they, they have no energy. What about water? Where are they getting water from? I mean, there's rivers, and, and I mean they're surrounded by rivers and stuff. Pee? I don't know. Shit. They didn't talk about it. He says, on the 11th night, we began to make the decision. There's eight of them. They said, all right, let's kill one of us. Oof. How do you pick that? You draw <laughs> straws? Like, what do well, you do? that's a good question. The like first in Armageddon, Bruce Willis. <laughs> the first one was easy. You. The first one was actually really easy. And it says, quote, almost impulsively, they killed and ate Alexander Dalton because Pierce says he had volunteered to be a flogger of such men and was hated. So he actually, so the, the guard was, did the mass punishment thing. Like everyone's fucking up. Hey, you prisoner, go whip that guy. And he just volunteered. I'll, I'll whip him. So obviously you're the first to get eaten, dude. So, I mean, I mean, I'd eat him too, to be honest. If be- we were all deserted, do you think that I would be the first one to get killed? Probably. Are we being honest or? Yeah. Oh, I think it'd be me, actually. <laughs> I want to be you. Why There's no meat you? on your bones. Yeah, there is. But he has no use for me. Yeah, he does. And I need to survive. If it's just us three, you need a man, so I'm out. So between you guys, you'll probably have the pick straws. I don't know if I would win it, honestly. <laughs> I, I wouldn't fight you. I think I would just sacrifice myself. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't know what his needs are. <laughs> you do. Well, do you... Are okay. we talking sexually? <laughs> I'm just talking about needs. I'm not I'm not generalizing or categorizing. Like I, Okay, I, all right. So this is a little bit from the uh, paper. I'm just kind of read this. This is after the first kill, the second one. We then drew cuts, which means drawing straws. We then drew cuts, which... Of us five should die. Do you want to? Do you want to read this or not? Oh, you can't read the whole thing. It's no, I got it. I, got it. I, got it. I can to I read. Can. We then drew the cuts in which one should die. It fell to Badman's lot 
I went. Oh, this is Scottish. I went with one of the others to collect dry wood to make a fire, during which time Traverse had succeeded in killing Badman and begun to cut him up. We dressed part of the flesh immediately. Which dressed means, you know, dressing out a deer. Oh. Kind of thing, like skin in it. And continued to lose it as long as it lasted. We then drew cuts again and it fell on the fates of Matthews. Traverse and Greenhill killed him with an axe, cut the flesh from the bones. That's Scottish again, sorry. <laughs> That's good, keep going. <laughs> Carried it on, lived upon as long as it lasted. Oh, That's good. After the first one died, two of the men, Brown and Kennerly, they said, I ain't doing this. They went off basically to die of exhaustion. They didn't want to get eaten, which I'd probably be the same way. Because out of eight, you know, they're going to continue eating people. So now it kind of becomes a game of cat and mouse. Like, who's going to fall asleep first? You know, because these men are starving to death. So they'll do anything. As the journey continued, one by one, the weakest man was killed with an axe and butchered to provide food for the others. After five weeks of endless walking, only three men were left. Greenhill, Pierce, and Travers. Okay, Travers was the next to go. So there's three left. It's a game of cat and mouse. Okay, Travers was bit on the foot by one of these things. Mosquito? Snake. Oh, snake. Snake. <laughs> this right here is a venomous tiger snake. Look Ooh. at this shit. Oh my god, that ain't no. in my backyard. Mm-mm. It looks kind of like that snake behind you. Stop That's it. no for me, dog. Look at the head of this snake. Oh. Isn't that beautiful? It is pretty. It has pretty eyes. It is extremely venomous. Well, we don't fuck with snakes. These are the these are the the uh what do you call them? Amphibians or something? Reptiles. Re- these are the reptiles that have to kill big game. So they have to be extremely venomous. So, and th- what's crazy about this story is the man was bit by the snake. And for days, they actually carried him along. He couldn't walk. He's crippled. They carried him along because, you know, th- they're still good people. They don't want to just, you know, have someone die. I. Either that or they were basically carrying him like a lunchbox <laughs> because they ended up eating him is what I'm trying to say. Oh, like a Lunchable. <laughs> Jesus. Uh. Pierce and Greenhill struggled on for eight days, playing in a cat and mouse game with each other, desperate to stay awake, fearing that the other would attack him if he closed his eyes and nodded off. It was Pierce who kept awake long enough to grab the axe and kill the sleeping Greenhill with a blow to the head. There's not much on this case, this, and I'm giving you all there that I can. So, three left: Greenhill, Pierce, Travers. Travers was bitten. His foot was now gang gangrenous, gangrenous, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and with Travers' foot now gangrenous, Greenhill and Pierce half dragged and carried their injured companion for five days until Travers begged them to kill him. The only weapon left was the axe. They killed him in his sleep and ate his flesh. Oh, no. Now, this is from his actual confession here. It says, Travers and Pierce held him while Greenhill killed him with an axe, living on the remains of the deceased, which they were hardly able to taste. They spent three or four days through weakness without 
advancing beyond five or six miles, Travers being scarcely able to move from lameness and swelling of his foot. Pierce is the only one that survives this journey. And now this is what he's telling the judge, which does not believe him. The judge believes everyone is alive. But he says he reached civilization and they called and the civilization around there said he looked like a ghost. I see. I was always on my guard and succeeded when he fell asleep. He's talking about the last one, Greenhill, to get the axe with which I immediately dispatched him, made a meal and carried all the remaining flesh with me to feed upon. That was what he said to the judge. So he goes, he escapes to civilization, finally makes it. He eats a bunch of sheep, like steals a bunch of sheep and eats it. He finally regains his strength after after months, several months. He is then recaptured. That's when he's telling the judge. He's returned to prison. Heroes welcome. They think he's not a snitch. And not only that, he's in the same place. Every convict wants to escape with him because he he actually got to freedom for a little bit. So one of the convicts actually badgers him. His name was Thomas Cox. And this is this is after he confesses to the judge. No one believes him. He didn't eat anyone. Didn't do it. Sent back to prison. He escapes again with this guy named Thomas Cox. OK, and we'll we're in this story. Basically, they do the same thing. Escape. But then when it comes down to crossing a river, he finds out that Thomas Cox can't swim. So in a rage, now this is after a few days, and not only that, they've had good provisions. They had a lot of food, because from last time, he knew to take a lot of other things to eat with them. Berries or whatever, lots of breads, not cooked with that bacteria you know what i'm saying they're eating pretty well and four days later he kills cox and in his own confession he says i remarked that i had been aware of it he should not have been my companion we were able to make a fire the arrangement for crossing the river created words and i killed cox with the axe they catch him again and they try to convict him for killing this guy named Thomas Cox, but under the British rule, they needed to prove corpus dialecti, which is you have to bring a body to the court. Mm. So the judge tells the solicitor to go retrieve the body. And he, they already don't believe his story at all. So they told him to go retrieve the body. Now, they don't think he's a cannibal. And then this is what the guy returns and says. Then I rose because the deceased could not swim. And after the prisoner had struck him on the head three times with his axe, the deceased, seeing him about to go away, his irons having been knocked off, said in a faint voice, for mercy's sake, come back and put me out of my misery. The prisoner struck him forth a fourth blow, which immediately caused death. He then cut a piece of one thigh, which he roasted and ate. And after putting another piece in his pocket, he swam across the river with intent. They actually caught him again. Now, he has been eating bread and everything. He's not starving. But when they arrested him, they found a piece of thigh flesh in his pocket. They said, why? Why do you have this? Why do you have this flesh? And he said the human flesh was far preferable to ordinary food. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he had acquired a taste 
for it and for killing. So now they finally believe him that he was actually that this journey of his actually happens. So this was after 11 days. They've been eating bread and everything else. He didn't have to cut this guy up, but he did anyway. The last time we see Alexander Pierce was at the Hobart Town Jail 9 a.m. on July 19th, 1824, when he is about to be hanged. And he says the following right before his execution. He says, quote, man's flesh is delicious. It tastes far better than fish or pork, end quote. But not better than beef. So that is that is basically the story. And there's not a lot of that story. But what do you think? Wow. You got to do what you cannibals, man. Would you ever like do you think you'd ever eat a human if you had to feel like you had to? I don't know. I don't I don't want to say yes. I feel like I would try to survive off of like berries and But there was no berries or anything in this in this land. There was nothing. There was no fish. There was no kangaroos. There was nothing. There was no there's no animals here. It's literally nothing. Like it's nothing but briars and it's hard to say then. I mean, I, I've never been put in that situation, nor do I want to be in that situation. It'd be like three hours later and Jen's already eating a human. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's chomping on my thigh bone. <laughs> no, I don't like to eat. I don't like to eat meat off the bone. I don't. <laughs> she's going to make it, cook it really tender. And, and for chicken wings, I prefer the flats, not the drumsticks. So, I mean, it's going to be like, I mean. Limited, limited. All right, that was so. Anyway, there's not much on that story. Thank there is, you, Malachi. Yeah, thank yeah you, Malachi. thanks. That was a good one. There's a a movie on YouTube that this guy basically oh. did everything I just said, and it's some pretty well known actors. And they mm-hmm. actually go down to Madagascar and they kind of film this whole thing where it's like this. You these mean days, Tasmania? Tasmania. Yeah, this is the second time <sighs> they film this thing where they're like. You know, cat and mouse, who's going to kill who type of right, thing. Right, yeah. But it's, honestly, to pull all the information from one old newspaper, it's you know, not much there. So, But anyway, I hope I did all right on that one. Thank you, Malachi, for the story yeah. request. Yeah, thanks, Malachi. Anyway, um, I thank you for everyone watching us live on YouTube for our Patreon people. Thank you so much. That video will be available for, for our supporters and if you want to see pictures and everything else, go to talkmore.com. This is episode 253. Also, be sure to subscribe to the new podcast, What Happened To. We are going to be doing a big giveaway. Big, huge. And you, huge. Want, to be a, you want to be a part of that. So I, that's all I got. And I guess we'll go eat lasagna. But until next time, or I don't always fuck that up. My name is John. Until next time, good night, you lovely, lovely people. <laughs>